you get to choose which thoughts are going to create the best reality, the most aligned and fulfilling reality for you. You're listening to The Self-Worth Edit, the podcast inspiring South Asian women and beyond to quit playing small and start trusting the power and wisdom within. Join me, Noshin, on Mondays as I share insightful conversations, tips for healthier ways of thinking, and lessons in healing our relationships with ourselves. Thanks for tuning in to the Self-Worth Edit. Here we go. Welcome to another episode of the Self-Worth Edit podcast. I want to make sure you know this is part two to last week's episode where I shared the first five lessons learned from my move abroad to Costa Rica. And in this episode, I am sharing five more lessons. So if you haven't listened to that one, go ahead and do that now and then meet me back here. If you have listened to that one, maybe you've been keeping up with some of my adventures on Instagram as well. Welcome back. I hope wherever you are in the world, whoever you are, you and your loved ones are staying safe, warm, healthy. I know times are hard for a lot of people. I have family I've been checking in with in Texas where they're dealing with winter weather that they're simply not built for and it's wreaking havoc on the lives of many. So Sending thoughts and my love and support to anyone and everyone who needs it for whatever reason. Things on my end are going well for the most part. I am settled in. My plan is to head to a different region in about a week or two, but I've mostly just been working my nine to five, taking some breaks to go outside, you know, finding that balance and relaxing to take in some sun as well while I'm here. There have been some hiccups I've run into, and there have also been some coming out of the hiccups and some, you know, upsides and good moments. So all in all, pretty regular from that standpoint. I do want to let you know that there may be some background noise. I'm staying in an Airbnb where we're kind of on a main road, and so some cars will go by time to time. I'll do my best to keep that noise to a minimum for you, but please bear with me if you do hear that in the background. So to continue on the lessons learned specifically from the process of deciding and then making this move abroad, let's start with our first one for today, which is that The logistics of bringing our dreams to life are not the most glamorous. A lot went into this from the moment I had the idea that this is something I wanted to do, which if you listen to the last episode, I actually have been wanting to do this for more than five years. But even recently, when the idea was revived and resurfaced again, from that point to the point of actually now being here in Costa Rica, there were a lot of logistics. I had to take care of. And at times I found myself wondering if it was worth it. And at times I found myself wondering if I was the kind of person who was actually going to go through the hassle of taking care of all those logistics, or if I was just going to let them stop me in my tracks and use them as an excuse to not move forward. Because there are a million little things that go into actually bringing our visions to life whether that be starting a business or a new project or making a move. 
Whatever it is that you have in your mind as something you want to start, you have to start somewhere and then you have to do the grunt work to get there. And going through that with this move really reminded me that what we see most of the time, what we share with each other is the end result, just like I did, right? I shared with you, hey, I've moved to Costa Rica. And if I leave it at that, it's really simplifying it. But I'm a planner, and even if you're not a planner, to make a move like this, there are a lot of little details to take care of to figure this situation out with my current apartment in Chicago, having the right conversations with work and with family, researching what to pack and where to go and stay, buying things I needed, getting my health pass. A million big and little details went into the logistics of finally being able to make this move. So a good reminder and a lesson to remember is that the logistics of bringing our dreams to life are not always the most glamorous. And that invites you to determine whether you're willing to work through them or not to get to where you want to go. And you may be, and you may not be. And when some, when people say, enjoy the journey, are you enjoying the journey? That doesn't mean you have to love, you know, every little tidbit and tactical thing, but are you able to stay inspired and motivated throughout the journey when it comes to those parts that feel very like the grunt work and not as exciting to get to where you're going? Another important lesson I learned in this process is don't believe everything you hear. Learn and seek out knowledge for yourself. Listen, Central America does not have the best connotation safety-wise, but neither does Chicago, where I'm from. We can find data points to support whichever narrative we want to commit to. We can find data points to prove that travel is dangerous or unsafe, to prove that getting married is a necessity for quality of life, or that it hinders it. I encourage you to, yes, be well-rounded and collect your facts, but learn and commit yourself to the narratives that feel expansive and freeing for you rather than perpetuating fear and constrictiveness. Our thoughts create our reality. So what reality are you creating? This does not mean be ignorant and bullheaded about your own beliefs, but it does mean zooming out enough to consciously decide where your beliefs are stemming from, whether they are valid or not, and in which context and then choosing which thought you want to create your reality. You know, when I was telling my family that I'm going to Central America, I could see the fear in their eyes. Part of that is because I'm a solo woman traveler. That comes with the territory. And part of it is the destination and the connotation around it. And I felt some of the fear as well because I've never been in this part of the world. So it was unknown to me. And of course, some of their fear rubbed onto me as well, but I maintained this awareness and I chose this reality and this understanding that what we don't understand, what's unfamiliar and what we don't know is scary for us and it's normal. Until we normalize something for ourselves, of course, we're going to be afraid of it. So prioritize learning and choosing thoughts for yourself rather than being swayed by anecdotes or proof points, quote unquote, that others have collected to back up their own chosen narratives. There are many scary stories of crime in Central America and many stories of safety as well. There are many stories of crime in Chicago and experiences of safety as well. Be aware of all possibilities, but be selective when deciding which to focus on because 
What you choose to think will guide what choices you make and what life you lead. One more time, our thoughts create our reality. You get to choose which thoughts are going to create the best reality, the most aligned and fulfilling reality for you. Next, this is a profound one for me. We can build a skill in one area of our lives and apply it to other areas. This may sound like common sense, but it can be easy, especially with personal development, to forget this. So here is my example. Over the past couple years, I have built up a good amount of self-trust by proving to myself that I have my own back, I will get myself out of harmful situations. For example, choosing divorce. I've also built up the self-trust to know when there is something I really want to do, I will do it. For example, starting this podcast, living alone, or now relocating. But in a recent conversation with my mom, I found myself expressing that I didn't feel that self-trust when it came to dating. For a while now, I have been thinking along the lines of whenever I start dating again, I will probably be tested with other harmful situations, and that will be the time to prove myself that I've learned some important lessons in all of this. That will be when I build my self-trust there, to which my mom was like, hold on, let me stop you right there. You have self-trust. You've taken all these steps. You're continuing to show up for yourself. So what you need is not to test and build self-trust at this point. It is to believe that you have that trust, to affirm that you do trust yourself, to state it and know it as true. So now I'm shifting my focus, choosing my reality, right? My focus now on affirmations that help me recognize my self-trust rather than telling myself I don't have any yet when it comes to dating or any other part of my life. So take a look at where you might be doing this, where you might be saying, oh yeah, in this area of my life, I'm great at XYZ, but not in these other areas, and evaluate whether that's true. And if instead of needing to develop that from scratch in these other areas of your life, is there a way that you could focus on building your confidence rather than your competence. Lesson four of today's episode is the more sure you are of yourself and your own choices, the more others will fall into line and follow your lead. I've learned that when we make decisions for ourselves and then share them with others, rather than going to others to ask for permission or for their input to help us decide It is much easier to get them on board because we convey greater credibility. Our plans are more thought out. For anyone who may be wondering, how did you get your parents on board? It was in this way. I teased it, first told them this is what I was thinking of doing and why. Then I brought it up again as a follow-up once I had pieces more decided on. And I never posed it as a question to anyone, including at work. Instead, I presented my decision, my rationale and thought process, my preparation that may be applicable to the situation, and then I answered questions and acknowledged any concerns that were shared as a result of my news. Now, I'm also a manifester if you're into human design, so informing is my strategy, but I do believe in this approach generally as well. 
Make up your own mind, present your decision with confidence and rationale, and observe how differently they land. And the final lesson I have for you today that was reaffirmed for me in the process of planning for and making this move is there are many different ways to live a life. Sure, the norm that majority follow may be getting married, having kids, buying a house, and staying put, and that's perfectly fine. But there's also nothing wrong with however else you may choose to live your life. You are not limited by what society has put forth as the norm. If that doesn't resonate with you now or ever, that is okay. There's a quote by the poet Mary Oliver I want to leave you with here. It is, quote, Tell me, what is it you plan to do with your one wild and precious life? End quote. It really is up to you. So, what'll it be? 